Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world all this time. We shine. October 2023. That means it's October 30th, 2023. By the way, the last day of the year is going to be 12 31 23, which is 123. 123. Creepy. Kind of creepy. Kind of creepy. Just wanted to put that out there to freak you out a bit. Um, you know, it's been it's been a, a, a month of just, well, three weeks of a lot of information gathering. I want to say something real quick because a good friend of mine was saying that he feels like the Internet is just not a place for intellectual conversation. Normally, I would agree with him, but I feel like in the last three weeks, I have seen such a different shift on the way people are using social media right now in response to the genocide happening in Palestine. And I want to just shout out all of you all who have been curious and who are sharing things you've learned because that's just a different thing that I've seen. For the most part, people be like, can y'all send me links? Educate me. Educate me. And it's been really great to see people feeling proud to have educated themselves and then like wanting to share with people like, look, this is a video that I learned from. Um, Look, this is a link that I learned from. And that is very, uh, that's a very important shift that I think we will absolutely need as we go into this election year. We're gonna need intellectual curiosity and we're gonna need people to feel like empowered by learning. There's been so much effort to make that not the case. I read something today that said that half of America, so fifty over 50% of America cannot read past a sixth grade reading level. Over 50% of this country cannot read past a sixth grade reading level. So you got to also understand that like that means that includes people within the rankings of government. So when you see Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and these people like they can't read past a sixth grade reading level. So the, the effort to keep people uneducated and dumb has been working. So we got to challenge that. So shout out to all of y'all who are actively challenging that. All right. Now we're actively challenging that right here. Uh, also, I want to remind everybody that today is one of my most important days of the year. Uh, Amanda, is it Black August? No, it's not. Amanda, is it Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday? It is. It is not. It is, in fact, National Candy Corn Day! Yes! So shout out to all of my people who love the orange, yellow, and white. You know what it is. You know, we're, we are a hated group. Uh, we, are, we are hated. We are despised. Uh, but nonetheless, we forge forward. We forge forward. So power to us. Power to us. All right. Now, coming up on the show today, we've got a lot to get into. Uh, A candidate has descended from the rafters like Michael Jordan's jersey when he went to the Wizards to run against President Biden. But who the F are you? And that's the question so many of us have. Also, Dwight Howard has been putting in work on and off the court. And baby... He is standing on it hard. 
Okay. We gonna discuss why folks care about his meeting in his bedroom. There's a meeting in my bedroom and the allegations that he is facing. Also, we're gonna take off our group chat topic of the week. What are your first date deal breakers? You know, everybody been talking about this cheese factory. It's cheese factory gate. Um, People are talking about two things. Palestine and Israel or Cheesecake Factory. Those are the two things that got people in a chokehold this week. So we're going to talk about it too. We also got a big up let down featuring the fine ass Lorenz Tate and Kim Kardashian's pointless unmentionables. And we're going to discuss why the CBC, the Congressional Black Caucus, is blasting the latest speaker of the House and why you should be too. So all that is happening today on the Amanda Seal Show. I hope that you will join us for the entire show. And if you miss any of it, you can also check it out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It and give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals, and it's time for Blackurate News. All right, so the Congressional Black Caucus is blasting the House selection of Mike Johnson as Speaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is basically what they're saying. They're saying it is unfortunate and unsurprising that the candidate House Republicans chose to rescue their party from the infighting and self-dealing that ousted, there's that word, ousted their own leader and left our country without a House speaker for the first time in history is a MAGA extremist who plotted with former President Trump to overturn the 2020 election. So that's the statement that they put out there. They said Mike Johnson is unacceptable as an option. Um, he's a 51 year old whose ascension to the speakership places him in line to the presidency. He's literally yep. third in line. Mm-hmm. It's like Joe comes and then Mike, uh, you, you got to understand something. The, the frustration I'm having with the Democrats consistently comes down to them always in offense, always in defense, not offense. Like, right. Is it, is it just me? Uh, you know, I, I feel like there isn't, I, okay, so if it was me, right? Let's say I, let's say I'm in the CBC because y'all okay. want me to run for office so bad. Let's say I'm in the CBC. Right. I would have been like, we need to uh, we need to offensively put out a letter mm-hmm. of who we will not accept, right? From the like who we would not accept from the Republicans. Like we need to okay. we need to basically pro- proactively do that. So that whoever they come in with, you know, mm-hmm. we have already said, nah, we not we not doing that. Right. But I just feel like so many of them are so bought. And if they're not mm. bought, they're complacent. And it makes it really hard to try and get people rallied around voting mm-hmm. because they're like, well, who am I really voting for? I don't even like these people. Um, and I, And I don't even like what they're about. Like I shout, like shout out to the to the uh, representatives who actually like put their names down, saying we do not support mm-hmm. standing behind Israel without supporting Palestine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that was incredible because there were so many people who weren't doing that, and I'm just like, that was incredible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the bar so, was anyways, low. the bar is low. Mike Johnson. Um, 
has said that he understands racial discrimination. <laughs> really? Yes, because he took custody, quote unquote, of a disadvantaged 14-year-old African-American boy named Michael, who is now an adult. And he brought Michael into the family when he and his wife were newlyweds. So this white savior blindsided, he blindsided Michael. Mm-mm. And, you know, De- Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries actually had more votes than Jordan, but he didn't have enough to win. He had more votes than Jim Jordan, but he didn't have enough to win the speakership because of the mm-hmm. rules of the of the House. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, the, the real question that we always have to ask is, why should black people care? Well, why should black people care? We got to care because our lack of involvement in civics has put people in power who don't know how to fight mm. outside of writing letters. Oh, okay now. <laughs> so what are your thoughts? Hit me up. one amanda 8 uh, We got the live going right now. And someone said, I want to hear from Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know the uh, blindside boy. He, well, man, he su- he sued the family because all and he won. He won. <laughs> and he won. I want to hear from y'all though. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We're gonna kick off our group chat topic of the week up next, uh, and that's about the Cheesecake Factory. So we gonna get into that. Okay, we got more for you. Don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show, your girl, Amanda Seals. And uh, it's time to kick off our group chat topic of the week. Now, you know, every Thursday we have our group chat Thursdays where people are welcome to join us as we talk about a number of conversations that are happening uh, and that we feel like just need to be happening within our community. Now, the conversation that has our community in a chokehold this week, (laughs) okay, is the Cheesecake Factory. Folks may be like, I can't, I don't know, I don't understand what's happening in Palestine, but I do know about that big-ass menu at the Cheesecake Factory. And they've got strong feelings about whether they want to partake in it on a date. All right? Now, we all know that a TikToker recently went viral because she she refused to leave the car. Okay? Because a man had taken her to the Cheesecake Factory. Now, we're going to get into that. But first, let me just ask the, the squad of things, uh, the squad of the Amanda Seal show. What was your immediate reaction when you heard about there being opposition to the Cheesecake Factory? I wasn't surprised. I feel like that's like a long running like joke on the Internet. People don't like the Cheesecake Factory. Well, don't judge yeah. me. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> Disclaimer. Because <laughs> I'm not bad at the Cheesecake Factory. So I'm I'm just saying I, I know what I like and I know what I've gotten. And it's they have familiar. great lemonade too, by the way. They do have a solid lemonade. They have a solid lemonade. I agree. Good good lemonade is important. But the menu is like a it's like a damn encyclopedia. <laughs> it drives me crazy. It's so irritating. I didn't My see issue- nothing wrong with it either. I didn't see nothing wrong. Like Supreme said, we went there for our anniversary, so I don't see nothing. Yeah, I, don't, wrong. I, I don't really rock with the Cheesecake Factory like that, but I'll find something on the menu that I'm gonna eat, especially if somebody else is paying for it. <laughs> that man said, if someone else is paying for it, I will have a salad. Like I'll it's figure it out. Like, like, get the spicy, get the spicy cauliflower, spicy Not barbecue the menu items, specific <laughs> menu items, y'all. <laughs> Other problem that I have with Cheesecake Factory is it just feels like the food itself is like it feels wildly unhealthy like mm-hmm. on a, like I'm like I'm like why why are there bacon bits on so many things like it's just it's just too gratuitous with the bacon bits um bacon bits Americans I had an eight everything. layer shepherd's pie my shepherd's pie was eight layers <laughs> they do have shepherd's pie 
Why are there eight layers to the shepherd's pie? There's the mashed potatoes. There's there's the the there's the the beef. It was the, a layer for was... peas. Everything was separated. It was a layer okay, for peas, peas, a layer right? for meat, <laughs> a layer for onions, a layer for. Did you like it? Sauce. No, I didn't like it, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it? <laughs> the okay, pork so wasn't long enough. Is, <laughs> next question is: um, Are there any other menu? Like, because there's other there's other places that people are saying like are not acceptable for first dates. Mm -hmm. And my thing is this: I think it matters on like where y'all are even at in your courtship. Right. For instance, if we just met on, yeah. like, people are like, you know, a coffee date is unacceptable for a date for a first date. If I just met you on an app and I don't know you from Adam, I actually Listen. coffee. Yeah. Let's make it a coffee date. Yeah. Public place. I might not. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Daytime. Daytime. Um, public yeah. place. People said uh, they had like bowling on this list. I like the bow. I thought like that's a fun first day. It's a cute little outing. It's not expensive. Yeah. You get. To, you're not just like looking at each other. There's like an activity. In case you're like weird and I can like distract myself by throwing these balls. I think that's a good first date. But it's on the list. By throwing these throwing balls. balls. I think okay, bowling, I think an activity, I think, I think it really depends. You know, it also like, we're also just at this like different time. Like the romanticalness sometimes yeah. off mm -hmm. too, too soon off the top feels narcissistic. Like it feels like mm -hmm. it's someone trying to like love bomb you kind of. And I feel like there's a certain yeah. level of like, just like mm, I don't know about this because folks can't keep it up like and I think there's something to be said at this point for like I'm interested in you but let's like be intentional about this yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll be right back y'all keep it live and give me a call to join our group chat 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 what, what's the actual question that we're asking what are your first date deal breakers mm -hmm. yeah what are your first day deal makers? And also, would you refuse? The Cheesecake Factory is getting more press than they ever expected. Would yeah, exactly. you refuse to go to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date? Give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda <laughs> Seals here. We were just uh, jumping off our group chat topic of the week last break. We were talking about this Cheesecake Factory situation. Um... And I just want to add that I, I want to expound upon the reality that like it depends on where y'all are at mm -hmm. in y'all's courtship. Okay. Like some people I think, okay, y'all tell me if I'm wrong. I think that if you just met this man, you expecting a candlelight dinner on a beach is wild. Wild. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but I feel like that's like a lot of the, what I'm seeing on these internets is that they're like, why you, why you didn't flew me out? But they missing the part that part of the romance of that is because you're into that person. I'm not into you. We just out here with candles. <laughs> I think some men are promising things that they can't sustain. So I think men are like, oh, baby, you know, I'm going to wine and dine you. And then they can't keep it up. So sometimes I think the men give that expectation. I'm going to tell mm -hmm. you a truth. I'm going to tell you a truth. So my ex was not contributing he like well he just like wasn't contributing and i was like what's happening here like why aren't you contributing anything mm -hmm. and he was like well i feel like i put myself in debt trying to date you and trying to keep up with you when we first got back together and oh, i was like <laughs> what are you talking about also it's like y'all it's not like we was going like anywhere bonkers like and i was like yeah but i wasn't even putting you through that like i already knew you so like we didn't even have to like go through that but also like 
why am I now, cool, I guess, paying for that? Like, right. why is that being put on me? And he, he was dead serious. And you know what? It's my fault because I stayed. Let's get into some 60 second headlines. Yeah. <laughs> it's my fault because I stayed. <laughs> All right, first up. So former Vice President Mike Pence dropped out of the 2024 Republican presidential race this past Saturday, saying the past six months have shown him that the bid is not likely to succeed. <laughs> um, you know what? Shout out to him for having some self-awareness. We'll 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 appreciate that and keep it moving. Listen. He started he was listening to the fly that landed on his head and he was like, It's time to fly. <laughs> Also, a group of GOP House and Senate members, Amanda, are pressing Washington, D.C.'s mayor to rename the Black Lives Matter Plaza. The reality that there is a Black Lives Matter Plaza and somehow that has something to do with a genocide in Palestine is, again, just like so the oppression and the oppression just keeps on oppressing. Like, mm-hmm. please. Please. We, also got some, we got some good news out of South Carolina. Beginning today, actor Jason Weaver will be sharing his expertise at South Carolina State University with the students as a part of the Industry Insiders Masterclass to teach students how to establish and build a lifelong career in film and television. Shout out to Simba. He got this job because he told the story on the internet about how he did not take that $2 million from Disney and actually Listen. took the, the, the after check, right? <laughs> he was like, nah, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that other side check. And that's how he's here. That he could take that job because he only getting paid two dollars for that job. But he's like, I'm, I'm making Lion King money. I'm gonna be a mighty king. Speaking of wins in Memphis, Tennessee, Major Mayor Elect Paul Young, a black man, was elected after defeating sixteen candidates. I mean, I don't think it's surprising that there's a black man elected in Memphis because Memphis is black AF. But I was surprised to see that he was not um, he was actually not endorsed by uh, one of the Tennessee three representative Justin J. Pearson. So Mm. I'm curious to see kind of what that reasoning was. But the biggest thing is that we really, really need to see him address the black cops. Yeah. Like, that's what we need to see. And not just the black ops who were involved in this terrible, you know, taking of the life of Tyree Nichols, but just in general, Mm -hmm. the cops. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. And last but not least, Amanda, Beyonce got a new job. Inflation's high. She announced the release of her new fragrance, Say Noir. It's available for pre-order and shipping just in time for the holidays. Keeping it black AF. Okay, lean in, B. Lean in. Those are your 60-second headlines, y'all. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time to get on the line. Uh, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Who's this? Hey, girl. Amanda Seals Show. We are, we are, we are. You better sing Um, it. 
I wanted to talk about, so this is Jessica from South Jersey. I wanted to talk about a situation that I've been dealing with for the last four years. Um, my now husband, soon to be ex-husband because he's a narcissist. Um, anyway, gotcha. his ex-girlfriend know about it. has been uh, harassing, you know what, for the last four years. Acting like they were seeing each other. Girl, we even moved all the way to Florida. And she pretended to have a house in Florida, too. It has been crazy. Until this day, she follows us on Facebook. We blocked her. She makes fake pages up. She continues to harass, talk crap. It's like, do you want to get your butt beat or what? And then I think to myself, I'm a grown woman with class. And I don't want to shoot the the levels of her bullshit. So I just ignore the, excuse my language. But at the end of the day, like, how much can a person really take? You know, how much can a person really take? And what do you do in a situation like this? So just so I understand, this ex-girlfriend is of a man that she's not even with no more? Well, I think now they're not together. Like, she, she said her ex-husband beginning, correct? I, I'm not mistaken. But it's like, if it's my ex-husband, why are you still bothering me? Like, no, they're, still, the they're still married. They're still married now. They will be getting a divorce. Okay, that's what she said, yeah. Soon to be ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Baby, send her a kite. Like, hey, <laughs> it's a wrap. He's yours. If you want to. We, we, we need to cut it. He back in the game, sis. He is back in the game. That's how you handle it. You let her know, like, you know what? I I, I see you. Um, and 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 you get what you you know you can have him. I mean, that's the bad. only thing I can think of, unless you're going to actually try to prosecute. Because like, there's that like, right. Like there's like, well, you know, there's gathering. I don't know if she's she's made. She says she's like made threats. So you can you know oh, when yeah. someone makes threats, you're able to do a little bit of something. But I think the real key here is letting her know. We not in this together no more. So he's yeah. like that because because it's like trying to get in the mind of like, what's your goal? What's the intention? Mm-hmm. Is the goal mm-hmm. just to like make us break up? It worked. Mm-hmm. You did it. <laughs> and now it's done. Let's see. I try that. Let me know how I go. Hit me back. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's talk about Dwight Howard when we get back. Dwight Howard is... Listen, he's out here slanging, and I'm not talking about narcotics. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine. show happy birthday if you're celebrating your birthday today is monday october 30th uh you'll be joining nia long who's celebrating her birthday eva marcel celebrating her birthday as well as willow smith yeah so a lot of beautiful lovelies that are celebrating their birthday now coming up this hour we got some black news for you uh dean phillips who not mike jones dean phillips okay uh dean phillips has announced his candidacy challenging President Joe Biden. 
By the way, he was interviewed by Kristen Welker on CNN, and she was like, so you're running against Joe Biden. He was like, I'm not running against Joe Biden. And she was like, I mean, that's if he running for president and you running for president, then right. that's what is actually the the situation because it's that's what that means and he was like i am i am simply running <laughs> as a democratic candidate i was just like you know what Child. i just hate y'all i hate how stupid y'all really think we are because so many people are stupid i hate it but anyways we're gonna talk about him we're also gonna talk about dwight howard dwight howard is speaking up after there was some very um serious app allegations of sexual assault that were made against him uh but once we get to the as, as once you start reading the allegations you like somebody's trying to get a bag so we're gonna get into that uh we also got to give you the big up let down our big up today going to lorenz tate so stick around to find out why remember if you like the show and the how much you learn from the show pour back into the show with what you have learned in yeah. places outside of the show. Every Friday, we do Things I Learned This Week. Uh, we love Things I Learned This Week. It's one of my favorite segments where I share with y'all some information that I've learned. And I love hearing about the things that you have learned as well. You can call anytime during the week, 24-7, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember, you can also check out our daily podcast everywhere. If you miss any part of the show, you can catch up that way. Okay, you can also check out my latest episode of Small Doses podcast, uh, which is side effects of the prison pipeline with Olayemi Oloran. She definitely schools us on just how ingrained the prison industrial crisis is in America. And she also got some laughs in there too, because we be definitely having jokes. So don't think it's going to be all serious, serious, serious. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's keep going, everybody. I hope you're you're listening and I hope we're, we're getting you in a good vibe and a good mood because that's what we're going to keep on doing. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Listen, laugh and learn. Amanda Seals, it's time for some Black Hero News. All right, let's get into some Black Hero News. Um, this past Friday, a white man named Dean Phillips <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> announced his candidacy challenging President Joe Biden mm. for the Democratic presidential nomination. Okay. Um... I don't, I don't know. I don't know you, Dean. <laughs> he is we a don't. very little known third term Congress member from Minneapolis. Mm, he okay. says uh, the president will not win another election. He said Biden will not win another election. Basically, just let him speak in his own words. It appears the president, Joe Biden, is going to lose the next election. The numbers are horrific. And if you're a Democratic voter and you care about 2024, uh, it matters. I love the president. I voted for his policies. I'm a Democrat. I support our policies and will continue to do so uh, with new twists, with new approaches and new visions. The issue right now is not who Joe Biden is, what we have done collectively. The issue is very singular. America wants change. Okay, Dean. You know, Dean, I think, you know, I, I think that there's just an effort <laughs> of trying to, um, you know, get in the game. This, this to me is like, this is a real example of like white privilege. Like, I mean, I'm white. I'm a man. Like, I could be president. Like, right. I mean, he does Everybody have congressional experience. So I don't want to, I don't want to take that against him, away from him. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But it's wild when like your biggest reason for saying that you sh- could win is that you just you just not old. <laughs> right. The bar is low. That, that's low. Because I, I, I want to start hearing policies. I want to start hearing <laughs> policies. Um, Because I really don't. I don't I don't really trust it. The Democrats mm-hmm. younger than 45. Uh, 77 percent of the world of the nation. They apparently they're more likely to prefer someone else to Biden. And I've seen a lot of people saying that they just don't want to vote. Mm-hmm. At all. So. Which is the answer. It is not. Yeah. Let, let me say that very loudly. <laughs> it's not the answer. Not voting is not the answer. But I do think there's something to be said for demanding another option because mm-hmm. it was kind of like Joe Biden was just presented and it was just like, OK, this is just what it's going to be. And y'all just gonna have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people didn't really like that. Like, they're just like, why isn't that? Why is that the case? That's usually the case with an incumbent. So. Right. But hey, different times call for different measures. So let's do some research on Dean. I'm going to come back around with some information about Dean. But the other question that we always have to ask is, well, why should black people care? Why should black people care? Um, Actually, I just am seeing in real time that uh, Sank Iger, who is the host of the uh, Young Turks, I don't know if y'all uh-huh. ever checked out the Young Turks, which is an independent uh-huh. news show, he has announced that he's running for president. So, oh I mean, listen, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see what it would look like if I ran for president, check out my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust. Go to inamandawetrust.com. The question again is why should black people care? Um, because I, I listen, this is what I want to hear from y'all. If you don't like the options of who's running, who would mm-hmm. you like to see run? Ooh, let's do that. Question. I think there's something that we could really do using this show and mm-hmm. uh, using my, my platforms. If mm-hmm. we really like decided that there, if we were really able to settle on somebody, mm-hmm. I think we could really make a push to say, Hey, DNC democratic national committee, uh-huh. This person should be considered. So let's okay. start first with y'all calling me and telling me who do you think you who would you want to run? One eight five five Amanda eight. Don't say me. I was gonna say, a vote, gonna say a vote for me is gonna be a vote for nobody. One eight five five Amanda eight. Now some might ask, well, who are the options? Everybody. Everybody is the options, right? Like I mean, I think that you should make a logical res- response. Don't sit here and, and and put Janet Jackson in my in my voicemails but I want to hear from y'all 1-855-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 let's start this conversation keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up McDonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact we can honestly say they're not new to chicken they're true to chicken the mccrispy only at mcdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you 
All right, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals. Hope everybody is having a sparkling day. That's something my mom likes to say to me on text. She'll like send me a picture of flowers and be like, have a sparkling day, mans. I don't know where she got that from. Adjective, sparkling. So somebody who's been having a sparkling time (laughs) (laughs) is former Los Angeles Lakers Center Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. He has actually been dominating the headlines for the worst reasons lately. Uh, there's a lawsuit that accuses him of sexually assaulting a man that he met on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we see that, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like what? Now, a lot of us know Dwight Howard as a basketball player, but we also know him as the husband, uh, as the husband and 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 baby father to uh, Royce Reed, who was on Basketball Wives. All right. Um, yeah. Royce Reed also went to Dr. Phillips High School. She is the class of 98. DP! Ah, DP! Yeah. Uh, shout out to her mama, Ms. Reed, who was also a guidance counselor. But uh, who knew he you were so connected to Best Boy Wives? Who just knew? <laughs> I'm more connected to way more things than I would like to be. Um, but shout out to Royce because, like, during like hurricane season, like a few years ago, like she actually like, really helped my mom like get the house together for the hurricane. So anyways, he has a lawsuit that accuses him of sexually assaulting a man he met on Instagram. He denied the claim, stated that all sexual activity between him and the accuser, Stephen Harper, was consensual. And then um, people spoke out because it was like, whoop, whoop, pump the brakes. Stephen is a man's name. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Yes. They were like, he's that's a man's name. And that's when people were like, oh, so that means Dwight Howard has relations with men. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so that means that Dwight Howard is a gay man, or at least mm-hmm. fluid. These are the mm-hmm. these are the the arrivals that people arrived at with their with yes. their carry on baggage. Okay, and um, Mace and 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 Cameron mm-hmm. was 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 discussing this. In other words, why? But basically, Cam was like, let the man do what the man do. You know what I'm saying? Like, let his computers puke. And Mace was like. Nah, we gotta know, yeah. I mean, like, we gotta know. And (laughs) Supreme is like, (laughs) the impersonation for me, (laughs) Mason Betha. So, this is what Dwight had to say because Dwight had to clap back. Y'all, too damn nosy, worried about what I'm doing in my bed. Hell, the people who know what's going on in my bed, they know what the hell going on with my bed. And what the hell I do in it? Oh. That ain't for everybody on the internet. That ain't for no blogs. That ain't for no websites. I don't got to tell nobody where I put my wood at since mm. y'all want to get to it. Because I don't got to deny it. I don't got to talk about none of that crap. This didn't even happen. So first, let's talk about the fact that Dwight Howard is full trade. Okay? <laughs> so let's just address that. Dwight Howard is full trade. And Jeremiah, can you please explain what trade means? Was usually people who they consider a more masculine presenting male who you wouldn't clock as a gay man, typically, even if they are oh. a gay man. Oh, yeah. So he's full trade because I don't think anybody saw this coming. No. <laughs> you got to chill. Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I love how boldly he's living in his truth. Now, the allegations that came out, the reason why we're even talking about this so freely is because the allegations are bogus, okay? Like, the allegations, once you actually read them, you're just like, so this man claims that Dwight, when he showed up to Dwight Howard's house, Dwight Howard had another man there and was like, hey, it's a threesome. And this man was like, 
that that grieved him. Like he had like an emotional grievance to the threesome. And then he claims, and this is the part, he claims that while Dwight Howard was performing fellatio, he stopped. And Dwight Howard is like, because he wasn't into it. So I stopped. And apparently this man considers that to be, what was it? K- kidnapping or something? False imprisonment? False yeah. imprisonment. And the other the other party's name was Kitty. And uh, Dwight wanted, allegedly, my dog is barking, wanted Kitty to stay around to enjoy the things. And then Stephen was like, no, I don't want to stick around for this. So that was part of the false imprisonment thing. So apparently he couldn't just leave the scene. Was he, he impaired said, like, from leaving the scene? Did he, was he handcuffed or something? No. But he stayed I don't on the know scene. If he was, yeah, unless he was like stuck under he some wood. He might have been stuck under wood. I don't know. <laughs> don't y'all love our show it's so much going you on you know what it sounds like it was a three pointer <laughs> man listen listen, Damn, show. <laughs> listen Not today. I, just, I just I don't feel like celebrities need to tell everybody their business at the end of the day the only reason this is even happening is because somebody is trying to get a bag but you know what Dwight Howard live your truth Live your truth, and the the louder people live their truth, the more you empower others to do the same. And his truth is not, I, I mean, I, I wonder, I would love to find out if he's playing better basketball now that he's living his truth. So if anybody knows those stats, hit me up. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're back at the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. There's a lot of information that's being shared with me. That I just did not know. Okay, so last year, last la- last we were talking last. Br- I'm <laughs> so much, disheveled. So I am discombobulated. Okay, so the last last break, we were talking about how Dwight Howard um, is caught up in a sexual allegation situation where basically it came out that he's gay, and he does not play in the NBA anymore. He now plays in Taiwan, but. The team here was saying that there's like a connection between him being a gay man and him not playing in the NBA. So can can y'all enlighten me? Well, let me say I don't think he identifies as gay. I think the people. I was going to say that. <laughs> I don't think he personally is saying yeah, he hasn't but, admitted it. Yeah, no, nope. but he won't admit it. He won't admit it. Well, that audio man. isn't him admitting it. He it's still avoided. It's, it's not denying at, it. At the very end, he said it didn't happen. And wouldn't that be bisexual? Well, we don't know what Katie's uh, gender is. No, he has had relationships with women before. Rita was married to a man. Rita Brent, who's here on our show, was married to a man. Okay. But I think I'm trying to get. I'm just trying to figure. No, but like you know, there's there's also like gay because he doesn't identify as gay. There's well, I thought he was saying that he does. I thought I that when guess, he did see, that, when he that did that, the, um, the, the audio, I didn't get that. Matt. Come on the show, Dwight. Let's it's confusing because he's not admitting that any of it happened. Any of it, yeah. Right. So that's what I didn't understand. To me, it sounded like he was admitting it happened when he was like, where I put my wood is my business. I thought he was saying, mind your business to the whole thing. That's what I got. Yeah, but mind your business isn't, that didn't happen. <laughs> right. That didn't happen at the end. He said it never happened. He did at the end. He said it never happened. Did the assault not happen? Or oh, I missed that part. See, that's a very good point, Jeremiah. Yeah, he probably talking thought, about the assault. <laughs> I thought he was talking about the assault. That's what I thought he was like. I didn't think he was. He wasn't. Yeah. Because um, you know, you know, because you know. By the way, 
let me just say this straight black men well no people who are trying to not be considered gay will straight up be like oh, I'm not gay no I'm not he did not do that mm. right. he did not yeah. do that like you know we've seen that before let somebody mm-hmm. accuse Boosie of being gay what he will start an entire apparel line called I'm not gay <laughs> Tyreed. Not that fair. Okay. But here's yeah. the thing. It's one thing to have allegations for for sexual harassment. It's another thing for having allegations for being gay. So I wanna I wanna make mm. that clear. Like at I the end the of the day, like allegations yeah. with just being gay. I don't think the sexual harassment is something new. It came out uh, after that. So idea. I'm just saying, like ugh, it's conf- ugh, my gosh. It's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot. We were supposed to do a big up, let down, and we got caught up. We got time out. Time out. Need <laughs> to take a half time. <laughs> I mean, offensive foul. Like I don't know. All right, you know what? I almost um, think we should have ran back his comment again just to analyze it one more time. Well, we here play the comment. I mean, I'll do a big up later hold in the on, show. Hold on. Here we let go. Here, here we go. Here, here we go. Supreme. Let me hear, let me hear Dwight Howard and what he said. All right, y'all too damn nosy. Worried about what I'm doing in my bed. <laughs> hell, he gay. The people he, who know what's not, going on in my bed, they know what the hell going on with my bed. Yes, and what the hell I do in it. That ain't for everybody on the internet. That ain't for no blogs. That ain't for no websites. I don't got to tell nobody where I put my wood at since y'all want to get to it. Because I don't got to deny it. I don't got to talk about none of that crap. He literally said I don't got to deny it. It happen. Okay, so listen to the end. He said it ain't happen. Yeah. But you you know he mad because he put the cuss word at the end. (laughs) It's like, I ain't doing nothing. Hell, that's that's, you guilty, bro. If you put the cuss word at the end of the sentence... I mean, with, like I, I agree with him though. Like what he does is his business. You know, let yes. let the man live. It's his business. That that it felt like hundred percent his business. But that right there is someone saying, "Y'all should not have an opinion on what I do." And I have never word. in my life, in my forty-two years on Earth, heard a straight man say, "Y'all shouldn't have an opinion on what I do" when mm. he is sleeping with women. Mm. Never. Sure. If anything, y'all be yep. like, see what I did? Hit the gavel, <laughs> hit the gavel on that one. Hit the gavel. Yep. <laughs> and that's that. All right. We solved it. Great job, guys. Great job. Woo. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Let's go to the phone lines. 1855-Amanda8. That's 1855-262-6328. That was good. That was good stuff. Hello, Amanda, Jeremy, I like the Bible and crew. Uh, I am calling to comment on your, you were talking about like difference between a friend and an acquaintance. Um, yes, a friend I think versus acquaintance. To your point, Amanda. Also, y'all have me talking like y'all. I'm saying my fault to your point. All that, I guess that. Anyway, <laughs> to your point, um, I think coming from any kind of um, immigrant family, I've mm. noticed. Friends means family to a lot of like non-Western people. Oh. Like, all, like how many like aunties do we have that we're not actually related to? Because those are like right. your mom's or like friends who she claims yes. as her family. And right. I'm the very much the same way. I am so quick to call an acquaintance. I don't know you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know my name. We have a little ha ha every now and then. But we're yes, an acquaintance. Okay. I could never, would never. You have to apply to be a friend, okay? Yeah. That has to go through a whole process, and you may get denied. 
Oh. All right. It's not an easy journey up in here. <laughs> when I tell you I love our callers, y'all, I love our callers. She said, you have to apply to be a friend. This is not just a you showed up and you in. Like, it's probably an admin fee, too. Was it application fee? Application fee. That is so real. Particularly when you get older, you like, you can't mm-hmm. just hop up on the friend train. Like, people put in time for this. Mm-hmm. People put in time for this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's real. And I, I did not realize, I think, well, I guess, uh, do y'all agree? I mean, I, I come from an immigrant family, so I, I, I agree with her. But I wonder if that, do you feel like there's any truth to that as Americans? Complete Americans. I think, I think so. I think there's like, just in black culture, you see like your parents, oh, that's my, that's my uh, auntie, like your play cousins, your play uncle, your play auntie in that same dynamic where it's about relationship versus actual genetic relation a lot of times. I think it's really interesting though how language is so fluid with this, but Mm -hmm. shout to you for hitting us up and giving us a, that was a good one. You gotta apply to be a friend. You can't just come up in here. (laughs) We'll be right back with uh, some small doses with you. My podcast, Small Doses. We have our little pod small doses segment coming up next hour and a little bit more for you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. It is. Amanda Seals here. Welcome. It's Monday, October 30th, 2023. Uh, I am weary and worried about an impending war, if I'm being honest. But that's not going to stop us from giving you Black Air News and a bunch of other things like my weekend with Usher. Uh, nope, not that. Nah, I don't like the way I said that. That sounds. Yeah, that sounded very different than it was supposed to sound. Like my weekend where I attended the Usher show. In okay. Vegas. Okay. Okay. Uh, but um, by the way, on this day in 1974, the Rumble in the Jungle took place. The, the mm. famous match between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman in Kinshasa, Zaire. And uh, if you've never seen any footage from this, it was masterful how Muhammad Ali was like, I'm going to just tire him out. You know, I'm going to just tire George, Big George out. And if, you heard, <laughs> if you've ever heard an interview with George Foreman about this, he's like, yeah, it was actually pretty, pretty smart. Pretty smart. Yeah, because that's that's what he did. He tired me out. Yeah, so good job. Um, but I, I, I was tired out, tuckered out because I went to Vegas for one specific purpose, and that was to go see U S H E R R A Y M O N D. Now, baby, tell me what you want to do. Uh, what I'd like to do is tell you about it. So we're going to okay. talk about it when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Also going to talk about Small Doses podcast. Um, and we're going to stay connected with us 24-7 on all social media at Seal Said It. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And it's time for me to tell you about my weekend. Okay. I'm excited to hear about this. <laughs> okay, so... This weekend, I went on a, like, of course, you know, this is something that, like, new single women do. We do this whole thing where we're like, I'm a date myself. I'm a mm-hmm. date myself. And, you know, for some of us, it's like, I'm going to take myself on a picnic, right? Or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to take myself to the beach. And then, you know, sometimes we overdo it and we're like, I'm going to take myself to Vegas for less than 24 hours to go see Usher. Usher, Usher. So I said, um, that's what I'm going to do. And it was literally just like one night. I just felt compelled because I got FOMO. Because everybody keeps, everybody's like, you have to go see Usher. 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 So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go see Usher. I'm going to go. The ticket was expensive. I want to be very clear, very clear that post Kiki Palmer, the ticket has gotten expensive. So this, you know, this was a commitment. This was, this was, this was an investment in myself. Okay. (laughs) This is an investment in myself. So I said, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. So I booked a flight and I went out to Vegas. Let me first say that I booked a flight on JSX. JSX is basically this like, it's it's like a little, it's like a PJ kind of thing. Uh It's not actually that much more expensive than a regular first class ticket for the record. Um, But you, you, you basically go to the clear port. You feel Uh very important. um, And you take this little PJ. Now I ended up getting there way earlier than I need to, because I did not know this y'all. But when you fly to PJ, baby, you don't got to be there hours and a half early. Okay. Cause like, you don't got to go through the whole you got to go to the TSA and all of that. You don't got to do it. You don't got to do it. Privilege is a fascinating thing. So anyways, I get there so early. They were like, you want to take the flight that's about to leave? <laughs> <laughs> that's how early I got there, y'all. An entire <laughs> flight was leaving before my flight. So I was like, yeah, I, I said, I said, I'll go. Um, so I get on the flight. Um, and uh, when I landed, the, the, the guy behind me was talking about how he had seen Cher in Vegas and how he was going to come back to see Cher. And he was like, oh, she was amazing. She was amazing. I mean, he was selling it so crazy that I felt like I needed to like, I needed to say my thing because he was going to see Adele. And so he was like, everybody on this plane okay. must be going to see Adele. And I was like, I'm actually not. <laughs> I'm going to see a black man. <laughs> I'm going to see Usher. And he was like, oh, it's so good. It is so good. So clearly this man is a connoisseur of Vegas residencies. Right. He was right. like, you know what? I went to see Gaga and Cher. And that was also incredible. By the way, can you imagine seeing Gaga and Cher same time? I, I don't, I don't, that's a, that's lot. a lot. That's, that's intense. <laughs> so essentially he was like, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be fantastic. Like you have to just go and enjoy yourself. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go and enjoy myself. So I get in the car and we get to the hotel and I end up having to have like a very serious conversation with somebody who was concerned that my posts on Instagram were like sparking anti-Semitism. And okay. I had to have a very serious conversation about the fact that like, no, my posts are about truth about Israel's government. Mm-hmm. And and it is, and I'm very clearly not conflating the two. It is very important to discern the difference between Israel's government and mm-hmm. Jewish people who exist worldwide. And I am mm-hmm. taking great care to constantly point that out. But that was like how I started my evening. <laughs> like with that serious conversation. But when we get back, I will tell y'all about the show. 
Okay. Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. If you're just joining us, I'm in the middle of recapping my weekend where I went to Vegas for the night to see the Usher show. Um, so when I was leaving on my way out, I was like, oh, like I feel like my shoulders are going to be out and it's going to be cold. I had to figure out my outfit, which was a last minute mm-hmm. change, y'all. So I had a very big vision that I was going to wear this like pink ones it's like a velvet onesie um that i had i i it was a very distinct choice and once i put it on i was like you're just not this brave um and you gotta know yourself (laughs) you gotta know yourself because i'm 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 just like a pink velvet one. It's it's a pink. It, it really felt like share. It like has like a deep V and it wraps around. Okay. Yes, exactly. Rita has a deep V. It wraps. Around, it has a hood. It's a very distinct choice. And we're just too mm. close to Halloween. We're just ah, too close to Halloween yes. for me to play with that. But yes. I went so far as to hem. I even hemmed the cuff. Like I was really committed to this. And then at the last minute, I just had to be real with myself. And I was like, this feels like somebody's going to have something to say to you, and you are not. <laughs> gonna be it's not gonna make you feel good so last minute i had to like scramble and i bought these like red pants um that were really like a pop and i put on this like little versace bralette that i have that i haven't worn in years and it's one of those things where you're just like i have not worn this in years it like needs to be worn because you paid for this right um did the nipples come with it the nipples did come, they did not come with it no you had to pay an extra fee for those to be inserted um and then as i was leaving i was like i'm gonna be cold and i saw my cafe kafia i'm not sure the, pronu- the proper pronunciation it's either cafe or my cafe which is you know the cloak that you're seeing uh so many people wear to represent palestine you see it in mm-hmm. arab countries well my sister got me one from palestine that was red and white and it matched my outfit so i grabbed that because i was like you know what i'm gonna be taking some I basically i'm not gonna be in the middle of the show like talking about Palestine, but mm-hmm. I will have Palestine with me and in my heart. Gotcha. So I get to Vegas, I get dressed, I go downstairs. Let me just tell y'all, I'm always amazed at how the elders rock with your girl. Like I, on my way to the show, at least seven women over the age of 65 was like, sister, I just want you to know <laughs> that I ride with you. Yes, I do. And that makes me feel so good because it lets me know. I feel like if the elders rock with you, like it's like when like babies and animals mm-hmm. rock with you. Like there's like a, mm-hmm. they like, they see your soul. They've been on the earth. They see they your do. soul. Mm-hmm. And so you can hear them too. That. That's some, that's some old woman stuff. <laughs> you know we, we don't hear Under 40, we don't hear Under 40 doesn't hem, but your girl can hem. And I can sew a button on because I did it the other day. I definitely sewed a button on the other day. So I um I, I was really happy and proud of myself for those types of interactions and shout out to the people under 65 who also said hi. But I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so much love out here in the streets. Y'all know I've been in the house. I've been in the house. I've been in the house. So here the show starts. Shout out to Andrea who is uh, Usher's tour manager. She took so much good care of me. She made sure I was like taken care of. She moved my seat to sit next to the Aces. That is the basketball, the WNBA team that was at the show. Is eight Aces sitting there, okay? They all lined up. Now I'm sitting next to the Aces. Now when they playing music in the beginning, we swag surfing together, all that stuff. Now the way we were sitting though, there was like an aisle where the camera was coming down, back and forth, back and forth. Uh The camera would start at one end of the aces, come all the way down. And when it got to right before me, the camera decided I was not valuable for the camera. And the camera <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like that? The camera would move along, y'all. The camera was like, yeah, we don't need we don't need her and her afro. 
So then mm. Usher goes and does the lap dance, you know, the whole Kiki Palmer thing. Like he does that every show. So he goes and yeah. does that with one of the sisters on the aces. Remember, I'm sitting right there. But then he like gets off of her and starts walking in my direction. And now he stops in front of me and starts singing Say Yes from Flowetry. Now, some of y'all know that I replaced Marsha Ambrosius. I mean, sorry, I replaced Natalie Stewart in Flowetry for a summer. Uh-huh. It was a whole thing and it was actually very traumatic. Um, mm. So, but I'm like, why would he sing this song? And then Marsha Ambrosius appears. And I'm like, why is this what, my life? What, 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 what? Why, why is this in particular my life? That's not where I thought this was going. Oh, my God. I thought you was grabbing the mic next. Listen, wow. like, I was like, this is odd. And then she comes in. All you gotta do is. And I'm like, you know what, Amanda? This is what happens when you're a writer. Like, <laughs> like God gives you content all the time. If this is not an episode of Amanda Seals is difficult, I don't know what is. Okay. <laughs> So then I'm sitting there. So now after that, like Usher keeps performing. Great show. Honestly, that man is a dancing fool. Like Mm -hmm. the vocals were there, but it really was the dancing that to me was like, wow. Like he made Michael Jackson proud. So he then stops at the end of the show and he's just like standing there, like taking in the audience as they scream. And he starts like shouting out certain people in the crowd that are his friends. And then he says, also, we got Amanda Seals in the house. So I I didn't expect that. And then the camera's on me. See? Okay. Y'all have to understand that, like, I'm really working on owning my veteranness, my iconness, like, because your girl is very like, I'm just, I'm just here, happy to be here. And it's like, no, (laughs) no. So I wasn't expecting that. And (laughs) I just threw up a black fist. I threw it like this. I had my cafe on and I was like, yay. Um, and so we, you know, we've been talking for a minute. So let me just say the show was fabulous. That was my experience. I had a great time. And uh, if you can get out there and have someone else pay for it, do it because it is, it is some dollars. So shout out to Usher, who I also met after the show and has the softest hands alive. Ooh, we'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm not exaggerating. I felt a lot of hands. Mm. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Before we get into our small doses clip, I've been talking about going to the Usher concert all weekend, uh, this weekend. That's what we've been talking about for the last two breaks. And I just want to finish by saying that when I met Usher, it was the first time I'd met him. And I was actually speaking to his barber at the time. And she was talking to me about how she appreciated my content because it was teaching her about Palestine and Israel. Oh, okay. And I just want to say thank you to all of y'all who have uh, not only taken my information 
uh, in, but who have also like ins- it's inspired you to go and like do your own research and mm-hmm. expand your knowledge. We also need to start doing that about the Congo, about the Rohingya in my in uh, Malaysia. You see, this is why I'm still working. I still got to get I still got to get my information right. But I will say this: I'm talking to her. I'm talking to her, and Marsha comes up. And here's okay. the thing, y'all. I'm a cancer. And I require a specific kind of apology for me to really be over something. Mm-hmm. And we ain't never had that kind of apology happen. So she mm-hmm. came up, it, in her defense, she thought we was good. And like she was like, what's up? And I was like, I mean, we're not cool. Oh. And she was like, we're not? And I was like, no, I'm still mad. At least she told her. At least she told she her. Was like, she was like, well, I'm still mad. It is Myanmar. Okay, I was going to say Myanmar, and then I questioned myself. It's the Rohingya in Myanmar. Okay, I apologize for that. It is the Rohingya in Myanmar. But fast forward. So she was like, well, why are we? I was like, I'm just saying, like, she was like, we made up in 2010. We was at a Dark and Lovely event, um, and we <laughs> and we spoke. And I was like, I mean, I don't even remember that. So maybe it wasn't enough of a makeup because yeah, I, I, I still feel the way. <laughs> so I got to keep it a buck, y'all. She was kind of shocked. And I mean, I was just like, and I had a smile on my face. Like I wasn't being nasty, but I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I still feel the way. So there's mm-hmm. still, I guess there's still like work to be done on maybe both of our parts or maybe just my part. But then Usher's barber like calls me back over. So I was like, you have to excuse me real quick. So I go talk to her and this is when Usher comes up and says hi and everything. And so I was like, we never met each other. And then when he was walking away, I was like, oh, he's shorter than I expected. And I put my hand up <laughs> to signify that he was shorter than I expected. And then I hear chuckles. And I look over and the whole WNBA Aces team saw me do it. And, you know, they all six oh, foot plus. Right, so they over right. like. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even trying to shade. It was just like, oh, like I just think it was they do an incredible job in the production of the show. Just he just feels larger than life. Like I was for saying. real. Yeah. Now, now I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he a little man, but he just like which would there would be nothing wrong with that. We're not body shaming. Mm-hmm. But I just was surprised. Like, I really thought he was just significantly taller. Um right. So the but the other one the other thing I want to say is this. So after this, uh, we Jerica walks me to my hotel. While we're walking to my hotel, people are literally screaming my name. I have never experienced that in my entire life. Like I'm in Vegas, and I was like, is it the liquor? Is it the alcohol? <laughs> is it is it we on the Vegas Strip? Like I've never experienced this before. Um, and so we get inside to my hotel. The the lobby is empty except for two women. And I'm okay. talking to Jerica, who's just so lovely. So shout out to her again. And the two women come up to me and they're like, we cannot believe this is happening. I'm like, what, what is, what is happening? And one of them says, Amanda, we were just at the show and we saw you on the screen and we said to ourselves, we really hope we get like, we, we can't believe we're in the same place as her. And I'm just like, okay. Cause I don't know where this is going. Right. Right. And she says, she says her name and she says, I am from Ethiopia and I'm Tigray. And this is my friend, Amanda. So she shares my name. She said, this is my friend, Amanda. And she's Palestinian. And she was like, you know, you you talk about our people. You've talked about our people. And I had talked mm. about the Tigray in Ethiopia earlier last year, but I had to cut the combo because I didn't know enough to know who was bullshitting me in the comments mm. when people were mad. Right. right? Mm. And that's the thing. And like, I was like, you know what? Let's, um, let me stop because I don't know enough. And she was like, well, you still tried, though. And she and they were both just like, you know, it just really means so much to hear our people be spoken about. So I just want to say, like, I think sometimes we 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 really um, as Americans, I think sometimes we under we underestimate like just how important it is to 
acknowledge other people, even though we yeah. understand how important it is to say her name, hashtag, right? Mm-hmm. We understand how important it is to to speak about people's stories. Like right now, we were supposed to do the small doses segment about the prison to pipeline, but like even that, like when people go to prison, like we feel like they just disappear and it's so important to like right. still keep people lifted. And so it just felt really good um, to to hear somebody feel say that it felt good to just be seen and heard. So shout out to those those women, and uh, they were excited about me wearing the kefir, the kefir. They were like, "You're oh, wearing dollar sign." It's like all come together, full circle. Snatch that, snatch that right off the t- the dining table. Snatch it off. So shout out <laughs> to those folks. Shout out to everybody in the usher camp, and shout out to Vegas. I was there for less than twelve hours, and that's how I like it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. I want to remind you to check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. We have Olayemi Oloran. She's an incredible uh, civil rights, uh, no, she's a incredible criminal defense attorney, as well as a pundit and just a hilarious Bahamian uh, slash Nigerian. And so she joined us to talk about the prison pipeline. I think a lot of people, one of the biggest things that I learned from that episode, by the way, was that Rikers Island is a jail, not a prison. And the distinction is that people are put in jail before they go to trial. People are put in prison after they've been convicted. And I know that as somebody who lived in New York and I've actually been to Rikers to teach, I thought this whole time it was a prison. Um, And it is not. So she talked to us about a whole lot of other information that I thought was really dope. And uh, you need to check that out wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you can also watch the episode on in on uh, YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Let's go to the phone lines. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. What's up? Hey, Amanda. This is Naomi from Philly. Um, I'm just calling about the whole college degree thing. Um. I had no direction after finishing um, high school. So I kind of bounced bounced around several schools. (laughs) And it wasn't until I got into a corporate job and um, my HR bestie told me that I needed to finish my degree for me to move up. And I ended up going to school while I was working full time and got my degree. I never worked harder than getting that degree. I've never written more papers than getting that degree. Um, So it helped me in terms of getting paid more because I do make a lot now and I know that if I didn't have my undergrad, I wouldn't. Um, But am I using what I went to college for? Like I just got a management degree um, at University of Phoenix back in the day. So... I'm not in management. The last thing I want to do is manage anybody except my own life. So that's that. Peace out. Thank you so much for sharing your college degree story. Now, see, that was our group chat of the week last week. If y'all are Mm -hmm. using your degrees or not. Our group chat topic of the week this week is, are y'all going to Cheesecake Factory on a first date or (laughs) not? Is there a problem with it? If there is, why? If there isn't, why? So share with me. Also, might as well tell me where would you, where do you like to go on first dates? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Love the phone line, so make sure you hit them. One eight five five Amanda eight. We'll be right back with sixty second headlines. Big up, let down, and of course, politicians say the darndest things. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We.
the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it's uh, time to listen, laugh, and learn. We got the word of the day. Y'all know what the word of the day is because we we do it every day uh, where I, I teach y'all a word and we test Jeremiah like the Bible and Supreme on Friday of their knowledge of the word. Okay? Yes. It's, 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 a, it's a work of retention. It's the, the goal is to see, you know, how we can remember the words and use them in our vocabulary. This is one of my favorite words. Uh, you'll understand why when you know the definition. The word is irascible. Ir- irascible. Irascible. I'm assuming it's like a state of being like someone's being irascible. Irascible. Um, Did you just change the word? Did you literally just, <laughs> you said it irrational? Irrational. Like <laughs> um, it is an adjective. Okay, describing someone who is who is like in a state of whimsy, uncontrollably. That is. Let me hear what Supreme says. As the reigning champ, I would um, say. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like somebody that um, is a grievous or like has a problem with somebody. So Jeremiah was completely incorrect, and you oh, were kind of incorrect. Oh, just kinda. That's the brain and champ. Brain and so, champ. That's how I do. <laughs> run it, run it, run it. So irascible is an adjective meaning someone who is easily angered and annoyed. Uh, Amanda Seals is irascible and thus is working on her inner peace and understanding rules of the world that will uh, diminish that. So when 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 Supreme says, if the sooner you understand that everybody's full of it, the less irascible you'll be. Uh, I'm going to use that on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right. Coming up this hour, we've got. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Politicians say the darndest things. Plus, we got 60-second headlines, uh, the Big Up, Let Down, and more. And more. Um, uh, what is, what is, I'm just, for some reason, Irascible has sparked the, uh, the quote from the A.A. Ron sketch of uh, Key and Peele when he says, dang, I'll find it when we get back. It's it's like I, I literally got a, a shirt made with this quote on it. Uh, listen, if you like our show and you're missing some of it because you have other things to do than sit and listen to us for four hours, you can actually check it out as a podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just search The Amanda Seals Show. And if you want to call us, hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's one 262 Six three two eight. Let us know where somewhere that you refuse to go on a first date, and does it include the Cheese Factory? It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for another edition of Politicians Say the Darnest Things. 
All right, Amanda. So we know that at least 18 people were killed and 13 injured last week, Wednesday night, in a mass shooting at a bowling alley in Maine. But then at a news conference in his hometown Thursday evening in Lewiston, Representative Jared Golden, who's a Democrat who has enjoyed an A-plus rating from the gun rights advocates, had this to say. I have opposed efforts to ban deadly weapons of war like the assault rifle used to carry out this crime. The time has now come for me to take responsibility for this failure, which is why I now call on the United States Congress to ban assault rifles like the one used by the sick perpetrator of this mass killing in my hometown of Lewis and Maine. For the good of my community, I will work with any colleague to get this done in the time that I have left in Congress. Hmm. Interesting. So you said he is what? He's the governor mayor? What is he? He's a oh, Democratic he's a congressman. Rep. So he's he needed 22 people in his constituency to be murdered by an AR-15 for him to realize that there should be a ban on assault rifles. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. The same like. way that you see all these people who you know, did it, did, didn't have a problem with Roe v. Wade being repealed until they needed to have an abortion to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Them same for Mm-hmm. You know, I just, um, again, I said this earlier, the Democrats are not, here's, here's the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Republicans are proactive in their hate. Mm-hmm. Democrats are reactive to stopping hate. Yes, I'd agree. Mm-hmm. And that to me has to change. Because the true antithesis would be, well, we're proactive to anti-hate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, whatever right. y'all are running with hard fast, we are running with, we are running against that hard fast. Like, right, you know, we're going right, to right. run the train at the same time. So I just, um, it's just really so sad. But I, but I will still say, you know, at least, I guess, at least he really? is seeing the error of his ways and he had an A plus rating from the gun rights advocates and I gotta tell y'all I cannot stress this enough these politicians are run by money and they are Mm. run by opportunism and they Mm -hmm. are run by fame it is Mm -hmm. literally Hollywood in DC with just less attractive people and when they said (laughs) that before I didn't realize how literal that was but it really is and so what that means is that we have to deal with them differently mm-hmm. than I think we have been dealing with them in the past. I think a lot mm-hmm. of us have been dealing with these people in the past like they're really out there to serve us. <laughs> they're not. They're there to serve themselves. So that right. means you have to deal with them with shame. Ooh. The only way to deal with an opportunist is to is to shame them. Okay. Or to create an opportunity for them. So it either has to be you feel ashamed because that is what presents you from... Get, that's, that, that shame is going to prevent you from the next opportunity or... Right. You have to stoke their opportunism. If you do this, then you could do this. Right. You know, if you if you ban assault rifles, there's more people to vote for you. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Like that's the way it has to get played. Because the other part is like, you know, bribing, but at the end of the day, it's like that's that to me is not. I don't know. I just I don't know that that's really the the way to do it. But I'll tell you what. Can you just speak to the lack of humanity though? Like, well, I was about to say that, like politicians, pimps and um, preachers be, be moving with the same language. How do yeah. I stay up here? How do I right. stay up here? You're right. And if you challenge that, they'd be feeling some type of way. 
So then you got to play to those things. But the lack of humanity thing, I mean, we're watching that play out right now just in people like not willing to say I'm against the genocide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their, in, their individual feelings. They're talking about their feelings. People are talking about their feelings in response to a genocide, by the way. <laughs> this makes me feel like I'm unsafe. And it's like, I don't want to discount that that might be actually how you're feeling, but that is absolutely not to be prioritized at present. <laughs> um, right. But the politicians, the politicians to me are not really for the people. That's why I say like we need more public servants. You know, like Hill Harper, like very clearly was like, I'm running for Senate as a public mm-hmm. servant. I am not a, I'm not a career politician. I mean, he's also on strike. So it's like, I got time. Um, <laughs> well, you also can't have an A plus gun right in and be a public servant. That's just don't even sound, sound right. Antithetical. Antithetical. So rest in peace to these people who lost their lives in such a violent way in Maine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, You know, we just have a government that does not care about us. And the sooner we understand that, then the sooner we can make real strides to changing that versus suggesting that we just disassociate ourselves from it altogether because that doesn't work. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. What's good, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, it's time for a big up let down. By the way, we normally play this earlier in the show, but we got so wrapped up talking about <laughs> Dwight mm-hmm. Howard that uh, we we was like, you know what? We got to keep the combo going. So let's get into it. Today's big up, big up goes to Lorenz Tate for letting a classic remain a classic. Okay. He says he is tired of people asking mm. him about doing a Love Jones part two. I don't even know why anybody would be asking for that. There's nothing else to do in the story. They they were together, then they got mm. weird, then they got mm-hmm. they broke up, and then dude was upset about the toasty oats, and then they got back <laughs> together. That's it. There's nothing else to discuss. And and Lorenz said, put that to rest. And while yes. we're discussing unnecessary black sequels. Okay. First of all, white men can't jump as a reboot. We didn't need it. No. We didn't need it. Um, all the Scream movies, we didn't need them. These are just, just, just we didn't need those, any of those. Like the call was coming from inside the house. We understand that that's a problem. Um, okay. I will say this. Best Man, I thought was a very well executed sequel if okay. we're going to do a sequel. Okay. But in contrast, yeah. why were we doing a reboot of... House Party. And for what it's worth, the sequel to House Party, the actual sequel to House Party, The Pajama Jammy Jam, Mm -hmm. is one of the great sequels to happen, okay? Because the story advanced. Mm -hmm. We were in high school. Now we're in college. Mm -hmm. You understand me? There's an advancement here. Um, Friday after next and next Friday. What do we feel about this? I actually think Friday after next was better then next Friday, I played Security of the World, Craig. Okay. That's yeah, I mean, when you start changing out characters that determined, you know, like the soul of a movie, yes, I think that's Chris, when it was like Chris. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when when we when we when we saw Chris leave, now I will finally end on this mo- this note: <laughs> the worst sequel to ever happen in the history of of movies ever. It's coming to America. I stand on this. I don't. I, I know people in the film. I love mm-hmm. them. I like them. There's a there's such an array of individuals attached to this that I really have respect so for. Many. 
But nonetheless, Damn. I cannot stand on it. Y'all know I am I am serious about what I'm about. And mm-hmm. I will never get that time back. Um, the, the film, the original is a timeless classic. Um, it is one that we here at the Amanda Seal Show, we regard. She's your queen to be. You understand me? It's, it's, it's really, it's very serious for me. Coming to America is very serious for me. So I just want to say uh, shout out to Lorenz Tate for getting the big up for having common sense. Big up, big up. Today's let down. Today's let down goes to the Skims Ultimate Nipple Bra. <laughs> okay. Why? Everyone involved with it, from the creator to the person who is somewhere in a country where they're probably not getting paid the fair wage Mm-mm. to actually press the nipple into the bra. Um, basically, Kim Kardashian put out a bra with built-in nipples. Yeah. I don't know that we needed any more in authenticity from Kim Kardashian, but she said, I'm going to give you more. Again, sequels. Unnecessary sequels. Um, but the other part about this, too, is I wondered if this is going to be a case of nip fishing. Oh, it's like catfishing for nips, right? Because you are advertising a certain nipple that ain't Mm -hmm. your nipple. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that might be a problem for people who are into nipples. Now, myself, a cisgendered heterosexual woman, nips is not really on my radar. But we've got Rita Brent here and I would love to get your expertise. How would you feel if you were, were, were shown a nip that wasn't the nip? Would I would you have be to pissed. nip that in the bud? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kim. You can't, can't set people up for that. Now, the only way that this would be a, let, a big up is if this was for women who have had mastectomies. That's oh, the yeah, only way good. this could be a big up. However, I don't believe that they were thinking about that at all. That is way too benevolent. Um, so I didn't know that we needed fake nipples. And I, I, I contend with the fact that I I think, we, no, we don't. We don't need fake nipples. No. Keep it like the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, we're about to check on out of here, everybody. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. If you haven't got your tickets to uh, the screening of my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust, it's going down November 19th in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Improv, all right? 7 p.m. on a Sunday. Come on out. We're going to be doing uh, some political trivia, some stand-up comedy. I'll be giving away free stuff. We'll watch the documentary. We'll do a Q&A. It'll be a good old time. And I think it's really important right now that we do have time where we are in a safe space to have conversations that may be difficult, may seem confusing, may seem convoluted as it relates to, you know, the, the global state of things and also the national state of things and where we're going. I, I, I've been saying we got to have discourse to get it, to set a course. So uh, your girl be good with the words. Y'all you gonna be good with the words. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com. All right. If you follow me on Instagram, you can get your tickets at the link in bio. We had a, a great show today. Covered a lot of things. Covered a lot of things. We covered a, a random white man is running for, he's not random. That's not fair, Amanda. Stop, stop, stop. A three-term congressman named Dean Phillips is said that he's going to run to be the Democratic presidential nominee in 2024. Uh, Former NBA star Dwight Howard, who now plays for Taiwan, he broke his silence about the uh, sexual assault allegations he's facing. And also he broke his silence about the... uh, 
suggestions that Cameron and Mace made about how he lives his life. Uh, the Congressional Black Caucus blasting the, the, the selection of Mike Johnson as a, as a Speaker of the House. And I just had some thoughts about you know, the Congressional Black Caucus. I had a time in Vegas at the Usher concert. So we have all that going down. All right, give me a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up on Tuesday's show, we will have all your Black Hearing news. Plus, Suge Knight is going to start a new job <laughs> in prison on Halloween. So we're going to get into that and what R&B Supergroup is making a comeback. All that's happening. And we also got Why You Bringing Up Old-ish with our special guest, Garrison Hayes. So keep it locked right here. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Please remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.